It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. studio on a beautiful fall evening it's been rainy and gloomy it's my favorite kind of day with me samantha balch hello it's not rainy and gloomy it is a 79 degree in the shade hawaiian day yeah but knowing you you're you're feeling a little bit gloomy about something (laughs) i i i I have a feeling that just under the surface sam you're always gloomy about something a little bit aren't you It's true, but we don't have to expand on that now because we have other people here. Okay, we'll talk about that some other time. um, I would just like to say this is the first time Jeff has reminded us that he is coming to us from Upstairs Studio in several recordings. So I'm glad Upstairs Studio still exists, whether it's physically or in our hearts. Yes, absolutely. Uh, We're here via the Zoom with a cast of a handful. Um, Everybody's going to jump in when they want to. We're talking uh, program mission statements and the value they have. I know that sounds sexy. Yeah, well, I mean, the the Child Care Bar and Grill is here for for bringing you all the sexy early learning content. Um, Sam, where do you want to where you want to where do you want to jump in with this? I mean, I feel like my first reaction to mission statements is why do so many of them suck? (laughs) Why why is it like that? Okay, no, here's what I want to jump in with before you jump in. I will say when I was doing research about like mission statements, et cetera, and I've been doing that previously for like the work I do on the Playvolution HQ website with policies and stuff, like the best one in my purview, I don't even know if it's technically the mission statement or if it's just the slogan, but I'm going to call it the mission statement is the exploration early learnings one about how it's um, promoting play, defending childhood, empowering caregivers. That's it. That's the whole bit. And that encompasses the whole thing. You're like, perfect. I know exactly what this is here for. Well, well, so well, I, well I Sam, like, oh, wait, wait a minute, Sam. Uh, first, you're you're already a regular co-host of the show. You don't have to suck up. I mean, <laughs> so you <Please> love me. <laughs> I require validation. Constantly. No, I, I appreciate that because I mean, no, it just it sums it up. And it's nothing. It's nothing about like preparing global citizens. It's nothing about ensuring we leave a lasting mark on the world. Like it's none of this altruistic and there's nothing wrong with being altruistic but there's nothing it's not like this flowy jargony buzzword jumble it's like these are the three things we're setting out to do it's, yeah, it's well, very generally specific as as i've said on the show before i think a lot of a lot of times mission statements and other 
blar blurbs of of verbiage are are like uh you know the the committee got together and they they all threw all their ideas up on the whiteboard and somebody jotted those down and then they handed them to a a group of dyslexic monkeys to type up and and then they were edited by lawyers and then handed back to the monkeys for retyping and and maybe that's how they how they how they uh end up with their their final versions and so it ends up you know you got to put all the buzzy buzziest of buzzwords in and you've got to make sure everybody's needs are being met and if you get a committee of 10 people that means 30 or 40 or 60 ideas and so it gets really convoluted and um focus is lost really quickly uh i i think yeah and i think a lot of times like the focus is lost because there's like okay i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna read an example from the internet okay our mission is to provide high quality education and childcare in a safe, respectful, and inclusive environment that builds a lifelong foundation for learning. Okay, that's what all programs should do. Am I? I, I think that that should be licensing <laughs> regulations right there. That should be the sum total of licensing regulations. And so it, it's like, why? Why are you? Why is that? What you're? What makes your program so interesting and exciting and special? What is it you do? Like, do you have a specific connection to? the place that you live is that like is the natural connection really important to you tell us about that because we know you're gonna be safe and respectful if you're not please leave the profession i mean yeah that that seems like stuff that maybe doesn't need to go on the statement but what what, what anybody else got thoughts on this somebody jump in carol you got a giant mug you've got to have thoughts <laughs> well, i just i always think mission statements end up being what what sounds good instead of what is good yes and and then everybody kind of knows that it's like the blowing smoke portion of what a a business tells you so they're largely ignored yeah. but you know i i mean and for me like if i want to start my own i want a mission statement that really does like sum it up and you could just kind of point to it like that's why we're doing this because it does that instead of like it, it sounds very nice and it looks good on a postcard or whatever yeah, yeah, and, and and so I think that's I, I totally agree, and I think that's rough because having a thoughtful mission statement can be the the wellspring for everything else about your program. I mean, if you're if you're really clear about that, and you've you've put some thought into it, and it, and it really it really speaks to the program that you have or are planning to have then everything else grows from there your philosophy your mission your choices your policies um and, and and so it becomes it becomes an anchor point for for programs if they choose to use them like that but a lot of times like you say it ends up being this thing that goes on the on the brochure and nobody like else thinks so beyond that like what like what does school like how make school and then somebody said you need to like forbes that counts said you need to write a mission statement and they're like okay I'll do that. But they, they, they're not putting, like you said, the, this like intention behind it, that's really going to drive them forward. They're doing it because, oh, this is something that schools need. So is, is it fair to say that a lot of programs look at a mission statement as just a box to check? Oh, yeah. 
it, it's something that uh, you know, and and I've looked at this. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the states have uh, websites that that have you know you so you're going to start a childcare program on their state human services type website, and they'll have have kind of a checklist of things to do and and mission statement and policy that type stuff is always on there and so people look at those and they oh, i gotta have this and they look on the internet for for 30 minutes and find the the mission statement generator that i've been playing with or or other examples and they just throw the name of their program in there or something and then they they move on to the next box is that what happens oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and you know partly how like can we blame people for doing that when they're being fed this idea that they need to do that? And how do we then change that narrative and decide, hey, if you're going to write a mission statement and this is going to be the mission of your program, let's move beyond you want children to be happy, healthy, and safe because duh, and let's get to the real heart of why you're here. What is it you have to offer? What do these children have to offer you? What is this community of learners and teachers and parents going to do in society. So Heather, you're looking thoughtful. There we go. Um, it wasn't on mute. Um, so I know when I took the director's course, you, you have to, like, they basically go through like opening a childcare center, like the steps you have to go through. And one of them is you have to write a mission statement. And so, and they basically just give you sample mission statements that you use as a template. So that's why they all sound the same. People sure. just follow that little thing. But I think, I think it was, I think it was Lisa Murphy talked about in one of the other podcasts that, um, and it stuck with me, like the value system. And I think that's one of the things we see that doesn't get you know, doesn't translate well is that you get a group of people together and you're like, yeah, we're going to start a childcare. I think it's a little different when you're starting a childcare because obviously you're getting a group of people together. Mm -hmm. And if it's a home care, you know, obviously it's just you and your value system. But um, with the child, like with a program, you get a group of people together and I don't think that they really sit down and look at their values and say, do all our values align? And do we really agree? I think they just check the boxes in that, you know, licensing agree, you know, the licensing documents that say, this is what you have to do to start your childcare and licensing doesn't care. Lic licensing is just happy that you completed that little blurb that says you have a mission statement. They don't care what it's, I mean, well, I guess maybe they do. Maybe if you said something really weird, um, then maybe they would react. But I think you, if you just basically copy paste what you read from somebody else's mission statement and tweak it a little bit to, with your name and your location, they're like, oh, that sounds great. And I think, I think they, I think they say, oh, that sounds great because they're doing the exact same thing because over the years I've, I've seen, you know, states do the same with same, same thing with their regulations. A, a, one state will, will introduce something and then you'll see that regulation rippling out into other states over time. And because it's, I mean, it's just easier to, uh, to, to kind of look over the shoulder of the person next to you and, and copy. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the way I made it through third grade. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be judgy about it, but, and, and it can be more. And, and, and I think you're right, Heather, when you've got a, a team of people trying to put together this statement and they may not either 
be aligned with their own personal mission statements, or they may not have them, it becomes a, a real challenging task to get to something that's, that's unique and um, tuned just for that specific program. Or they think they're aligned, but not in the way that other people think about it, or they're not aligned, but they don't want to rock the boat. So they're going to say they're aligned. So like I, to, to give an example of things happening personally, um, it like, this is not like in the mission statement of where I work, but there is like in the general philosophy, we talk a lot about process art, something we discuss frequently. That's something I enjoy doing. Um, I don't think product art is necessarily the end of the world. Um, but we talk about how, you know, the, the process is the more interesting part and that's, where we want a lot of our focus to be. And when I walked by one of the other classrooms earlier, there were a bunch of hand turkeys on the windows. So I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. Is this a, is this a thing or is this not a thing? And do I bring this up? Does somebody else bring this up? Does anybody really even care? Like, or are we all just kind of like, yeah, every classroom can do their own thing. It's all good. So like where I like, I feel like in the philosophy, mission statement, values, et cetera, of the program, a lot is kind of getting lost in the sauce because nobody wants to be that bold person that says, hey, aren't we this? Or, hey, are we, how are we moving towards process-based experiences? How are we moving towards non-punitive punishments? How are we moving towards all of these other things we talk about? Um, if I'm not necessarily seeing them done. Oh, yeah, because if you speak up to that kind of stuff, then you're the one that gets tasked with doing the stuff. And nobody, the problem, child, don't. <laughs> uh, nobody, it's, it's speaking up is going to get you nothing but trouble. Um, anybody else have thoughts? Have you guys ever seen like a good mission statement that you're like, I love this. This is great. Or like talked about it. Well, I mean, yeah. Google used to have a good one, but it was all bullshit. Yeah, okay. I mean, the whole, the whole don't be evil thing was, was a, was a great mission statement, but I mean, they're totally evil. I mean, yeah. so, so that's the other thing. Our, our mission statements, I mean, they can be smoke screens, right? Because there are plenty of early learning programs out there that are have mission statements that are full of bullshit about how, how play-based and child-friendly they are when they are exactly not that. They're child mean. They're child unfriendly. Yes, child unfriendly. We're child unfriendly. And That's sort of about my application if I ever wrote a program. This is a child unfriendly program. So we are I developmentally mean, inappropriate. This is child. And I'm just going to see if anybody reads it. Like, see if I get pinged. And just see, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I must have mixed up the files. That's not the one I meant to send. Of course. So there's there's that level of BS out there, I guess, oh, yeah. with, with some of it. And so that that's icky. Right. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is definitely for show. For sure. good and for bad, because like you need to market a program, right? You you need children in your program, um, and if you're if you're thinking is the people in my community are going to be drawn to X Y Z words, I'm going to put them in. Okay, like I get that you you need you need children to serve in your childcare program, um, but how can we 
get to a place where your mission statement is authentic enough. And again, this sort of idea of being generally specific enough that you can live up to it every day, that it challenges you every day and that it inspires you every day. Right. I'm not saying it needs to be like a vision board, you know, and like, I'm not saying we have to go full Ted Lasso and like slap the belief poster every time we walk out of the room. But like, I do think that there is something to be said for like a good mission statement is going to make you feel invigorated about the work you're doing. The best one I ever read um, so far in my life, part from explorations, early learning um, (laughs) comes from, I, I don't recall where it is and I don't recall exactly how it's worded. Um, it's a school, I think it's a high school and it, it talks like the mission statement starts with when these students cross the graduation stage, they will, and then it lists things about them. They will be leaders when they can be and followers when they should be. They will show care for the people and the other living things that make up their community. They will be ready to use their own unique gifts to solve problems. And it, it went like that. And I it thought it was remarkably poetic. And, you know, it didn't say anything about being developmentally appropriate, developing healthy habits, being a global citizen. It told you what these kids, what these then adults, young adults were going to look like. And that to me told me so much about that school. It's like, wow. It, like, and again, you know, it could be a smokescreen, but it sounded so much like their goal for these students was that they were honored for who they were and that they were supported and challenged in ways that were appropriate for their interests and their needs. And I thought that's incredible. That should be maybe how like my school is in the process of sort of rewriting our mission statement. And I sent that to my director and I said, I think this is where we want, we want to start with something like this. What is our plan? Like, what is our vision for the children when they leave here? What do they look like when they leave here and then work backwards from there? How do we get them to look like that? How do we, how do we show, how do we make them, if we say we're into like creative problem solving, okay, how do we do that? That's then on us, not on the mission statement to describe. So instead of just being a box that is ticked, mission statements should be more like whatever was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, no, let's go with that. That's so, good. so I mean, you, you never see what's in the briefcase, right? You get that that glow coming off the brief, yeah. briefcase a couple of times that it's open and everything. And and whatever's, whatever's in that briefcase is, is really important um, and and apparently valuable. And and that's what we should uh, we should work for when we're when we're creating mission statements is some sort of Tarantino-esque um, uh, treasure. Probably the Quentin Tarantino child's care. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace look like a man. Welcome to the Reservoir Dogs room. Um, oh, that that could that could be horrible. Um, this is the Django Unchained playground. <laughs> uh, to put that in that topic idea, so. somebody else jump in and say something. I was just thinking about like in talking about mission statements, like a lot of like the generic ones that we're saying tend to cause problems. They seem like just like the classrooms seem to be like more adult focused. It's what the adults want them to do. And like, we want them to be leaders of the world. Well, what if that kid doesn't want that? Like, what if that's this thing? Like, I think maybe when thinking of mission statements, we should really make that child led too. Like, how is it what the child would want? Not like these big lofty, like every child will be president when they leave here. Like we tend to like put all this on them and for what? 
Yeah, what? <laughs> Carol, you got me thinking. Programs that have those those grandiose mission statements about about how every child that leaves this program is going to be a leader of the free world um, by by the time they're six. When, when that program has a 80, 90, 120% turnover rating every year, and two quarters of the staff are warm bodies, it's really, I mean, I guess aspirational is, is what those, those kind of statements are. And so I, I can see uh, some value in that, but it's, it's not really reality-based, is it? Right. And I, I mean, I would say, and this is something I wanted to bring up, like I, I have this beef with mission statements. You got beef? I got beef. The vegan has beef um, with mission statements that talk about that, that like solely focus on creating future leaders, creating global citizens, creating like, if they, I mean, obviously kindergarten readiness, I think is icky, but like when they don't focus on the child that is presently in the classroom, you know, if you're, if you're going to have a mission statement, talking about the kids that are in your care right now, why are you only talking about what they're going to be when they're in kindergarten? Like, can you, if you're going to talk about how they are right now, don't talk about who you want them to be. Talk about how you're supporting them right now. Like talk about how you're supporting their interests and their desires and how they're supporting their own interests and desires with the voice that they're given. Not just like, they're all going to be lifelong readers. I've seen that. Hey, I, I, somebody else have something? Okay, I, 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 I pulled up an article. Um, oh no! Yeah, this is this is from Forbes, um, and it's it's mission it's mission statement tips. Um, I want to go through a couple. There's like eleven of them. I'm not going to go through them all, but I wanted to get your get your feedback on some of these. Number one is get to the heart of the matter. Missions need to appeal to people's inner motives and show how and why your organization is special, distinct, and worth paying attention to. Um, My child care program is special because it's the only one near your workplace. So it's really the only convenient option for you. That's why that's honest. I am your only option in this rural area. That's why my childcare is special. Like we're being from full honesty. Whoa, wait, time out. Um, Carol, are you eating orange slices? Yeah. And, and but what's in your mug? Toothpaste. The mug had sleepy time tea. I'm balancing. Oh, sleepy time. Sleepy tea. time tea and oranges. Okay, sleepy time tea is the best tea. It goes with everything. Even orange slices. I would say so, right? Carol? Oh, okay. I was just, I was just wondering how. If it was coffee. I would have been freaked out. I would be very good. I would have been weirded out. Well, that would be gross. That would be gross. Oh, I was just interested in. The, be- I was just interested in the uh, orange orange slice uh, beverage pairing. Um, just something. It was a squirrel that jumped into my head and, and ran around. Mud, mug is actually vodka. <laughs> Because the what the mission statement of this podcast, whatever it is, um, involves just jumping around from from no, thing is, to that thing. That is legitimately in it, though. The mission statement of the podcast is we we talk about stuff. So, so, so another one on this list is speak to your ideal client. You need to have a clear understanding of who your ideal client is. Um, that probably isn't bad advice. I mean, no, it's definitely not. I think def- like you know, know your community, right? But like my ideal client are the parents that bring me pastries every Friday just because sure. they wanted to. Um, I don't know how I appeal to that with my mission statement, but 
Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you're in, let's say a very, like, if you're in like a college town and you're like serving a lot of like academics, you know, a lot of professors, you might consider catering your language to use something that's a little more grandiose, right? Like not, you know, a thesaurus, but you might, you might go a little bit higher than basic, like plain English, like we speak normally. Um, if that's your goal, I mean, I tend to just talk like I write, like I talk. So, like so one thing that, that, that makes that kind of a road bump for me is I think a lot of times programs have a hard time just defining who their clients are. Are their oh, yeah. clients, the children, are their clients, the parents, are their clients, the businesses in the community who the parents work for are there, are there, is their client the Department of Human Services because uh, 83% of their kids are, are on, a, on, a, on a state supported funding program? Are, are their clients the, the local United Way because that's where a good hunk of their funding comes from? Um, yeah. And so that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a piece of it. Carol, you made a face. Was the oranges? No, it's my, it's my travel mug. It's hotter than I thought. It's <laughs> <laughs> so horrifying. Like, we're like, and this, this coffee has been warm all day. And then you take a sip, you're like, it's hot. It's not warm. It's so fucking hot. That happens more often than I totally. should, should at this point. I'm not trying to be distracting. I'm just like over here, like quietly doing stuff. And okay, I'll just, move you, I'll just move you to the corner of my screen. You are in the middle. You're going to, okay, you're, you're banned from the middle of the screen there. We're going we're gonna to turn off here. Um, one th- okay, one thing about that. A, a school I worked at previously had, we didn't like have a, a mission statement per se, but we had a document that listed our vision or like our vision for teachers, our vision for children and our vision for families. We so liked that. Um, it was just like bullet pointed list. And it, you know, it said the things that we hope these people to be. And it said, it, it was, it was segmented because what we hope for teachers is similar, but not the same as what we hope for children and what we hope for families. And I distinctly remember when we were, we were all as a staff writing it together, we were a staff of uh, less, like 15, um, and we were writing it together. And I distinctly remember it was important to me to write for, that our vision for, for parents and families was that they were seen as individuals outside of their role as parent, that they were seen as individuals with interests and talents and careers um, beyond just being mom, dad, auntie, uncle. I, I, want, I wanted that in there. And we put that in there and we had a parent come up to us and say how much that meant to her, that she would be seen not just as a vessel for her child, but also as herself. And that was so, like, that was really powerful for me then throughout the rest of that school year was remembering that all these people are people in addition to all of the other hats that they wear. So that I think was an example of something that was mission statement adjacent that was really successful because again, it was specific, but also not like incredibly aggressively specific. It gave us enough imagination and enough ground to be able to take it and run with it. So when it said that teachers would be, you know, researchers who went to each other for advice, and collaboration, I, f- I felt that it was good. Like I wanted to do that because as a staff, we said that's something we agreed upon. So I wasn't feeling so nervous, nervous about asking somebody three doors down. 
about something. Okay, so first I'm going to be a dick, and then I'm going to say something that I agree with you. She 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 said that to you because she was the only one that actually read it. Oh yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> but but no, I I, th- I like the idea of, of mission statement adjacent because that's what that's what everything else becomes when you right. when you really do focus on on the mission statement as if it's uh, as if it's something glowing in a briefcase. Um, your 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 policies and and your ways of approaching families and your your ways of repro- approaching relationships and your ways of of interacting with staff all grow from what you what you build into that mission statement. A um, couple more on this list. Uh, it's been about time to wrap this one up. Is ask current customers for feedback. Yeah, maybe that seems like a lot of work. And, I will not be asking any. <laughs> uh, and, and the next one is kind of along those lines. Involve critical stakeholders. Oh, look, I, I spent my whole life trying to, av- not my whole life, but the last 20 years, trying to avoid being involved with uh, with critical stakeholders the on, on every- Stakeholders makes me want to drive a pencil in the palm of my hand. I hate that phrase. I, I hate that word so much. That's 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 a very buzzy of buzzwords. Um, <laughs> I, I, buzzy buzzword. Buzzy. Oh, somebody's need. Somebody needs to draw that 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 uh, that cartoon character. Buzzy buzzword. Is buzzword? Um, I, 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 yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could crochet you a buzzy buzzword. I need a logo for buzzy buzzword. Um, so critical stakeholders. I suppose they exist. Um, and. It, I, I think the more this is hard because you you do want input from your program's community. Totally. And okay. the more diluted things get, the more diluted things get. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the idea of making something and saying this is the thing, like as a staff, you know, the people who are in the classroom day after day this is the thing. And then like, if you have a board of directors, then presenting it to the board of directors and saying, so this is our thing. This is what we made. This is the reasoning behind how we made it. You can, you can send me an email if you have any other questions or comments. <laughs> we were just like closing the door on them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where the, where the line is there. I think, so having some way to collect all that information collect that input and then having one, two, three people at most actually do the crafting of the language. Yeah. And, and then. So messy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and you've only got so much time in your life. So I, I don't know what, I don't know where the where the balance is there. Another one here, right after the the paragraph using the phrase critical stakeholder twice, um, number five is replace insider jargon with plain language. I think that's the most important one here here so far. We gotta we gotta send buzzy buzzword packing um when we actually sit like down a, and, and write these like things. A mini, like a mini like a a, a, a a series topic for child care bar and grill with buzzy the buzzwords. And we can talk about buzzy buzzwords. Oh, oh, I love buzzy. I, I, I love Plangry. I love Playface. I love Glurpees. I've, I've got a collection of uh, in the uh, glossary on Playvolution HQ. I've got a I've got a buzzword section. Buzzword. Um, reflect both your mission and your purpose. I think though, I, I don't think your mission statement has to reflect your purpose because that would be your. I, 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 I exist to provide child care at a reasonable price that also allows me to pay my mortgage. I think this is a good one. Make it succinct enough to be memorable when they get, I, I think if you get more than a sentence and a half long, you're, you're getting too long. I'm no longer paying. And attention. it's not going to be, and, and that's hard to write. Yeah. And 
what? Yeah, no, I think it is. And then I think when, if you get to the point where you're like, oh, but I'm not fitting it all in, it's like, well, then maybe you have too much you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I, it gets it just gets convoluted. None of these uh, include your unique sales position. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, located near your workplace. Uh, and nothing else is there. It's good. Any, any other final thoughts on this one? It's hard. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to like deny that it's a hard thing to do. It is hard. What are you thinking, Heather? The way looking huh. at it. I liked what Sam and Carol both said. I, I think both of them made a good point. Like the vision, I think it's actually a better way to look at it is your vision. But then I liked it, Carol too, like, because it was when you guys were talking about it, I was thinking about it the mission statement kind of becomes like what you see in the classrooms where, you know, one teacher does something and then every teacher does the exact same thing because it's like, oh yeah, turkey handprints. Let's all do turkey handprints. Like the, oh yeah, that's the thing we all have to do. And they don't take into account like what kids they have in their class or, you know, they, they're not looking at the individual class. They're just like, oh, it's November. We should all be doing turkeys. Everyone do a turkey. How can we make a turkey? And kids don't care about turkey. Like they 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 could care less about turkey. Most of them won't even eat a turkey. You know they don't they don't want to eat turkey. Um, so I I don't know. I I feel like that translates a lot. This these vague mission statements translate into vague purpose in the class in the school. Like the it just trickles down into the director doesn't really know what the school represents, and then the staff doesn't really know what the school represents, and everybody's just kind of like well, I'm going to do this. And then someone, oh yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to do that too. Like just kind of becomes a big, um, I don't know, big gray. So, so the mission statement can, can serve as kind of a lighthouse for, for the staff because they're out there, they're out there flopping around in the surf with, uh, with their, with their turkey hand prints and their pumpkin butt prints and, and their elf on the shelf and, and all the other, all the other stuff. And, uh, it can, it can get kind of distracting. They can get lost, but having that, having that lighthouse up there is, and, and maybe, maybe that's what was in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Maybe it was a bulb for a lighthouse. It was, uh, that's called, that's a Fresnel lens. My grandfather will have you know. <laughs> the the bulb isn't the lens though, is it? No, but it goes in the Fresnel. Okay, well, that's a different. Shout out to Harry Pettit, who loves different. Lessons. It's a different thing. Um, uh, speaking of turkeys, the the dogs chased a, a group of turkeys today. There's some turkeys there hanging out in the neighborhood. There must be get one. Like, what? For that, is that your thing? Are you? Are, like, can you? Can you take it? Well, I mean, if they caught one, but they're not going to catch one because turkeys Aww. are fast. No, it's like uh, all, all summer long. I've been watching this, 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 these two mama turkeys. They, they were just like all protective. And then they, they had their little chicks and their cute little turkey chicks as, as cute as turkey chicks can be. But now they're all like teenage turkeys and, uh, and they're still walking around in a group. There's about 30 of them that hang out together. And, uh, and the dogs go out, they're kind of in the, in the edge of the meadow and the dogs go after them and they all fly up into the trees and uh it's delightful and exciting for all of us is a group of turkeys called a waddle is it a waddle of turkeys i i, I don't know what the collective uh collective na- noun is for turkeys but 
Um, we can look that up between episodes. Can we pull the plug on this? The takeaway is spend some time in that mission statement, write something that's succinct, clear language, uh, and then use it as a a glowing briefcase for everything else that you're working on. (laughs) I think the takeaway is let's have a Tarantino watch party. (laughs) Let's go from there. That sounds delightful. This, this, oh, a couple, no, I'll share that for the next time. Uh, This has been the Child Care Bar and Grill back soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.